Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. He totally is. Thank God. But from now on, you may address me as Mr. Peculiar. You know, I might, but at the same time, no, I won't. It's pretty sweet, though. It is Mr. sweet. Mr. Peculiar. Yeah, it's, wow, it's too bad you didn't up come to. up with that 97 weeks ago. Speaking of, of name changes, though, because I don't just want to change my name, okay? I've been thinking about this. You remember last week on the show, we closed on Pig Circus? Yes. Remember, I'm just going to say Pig Circus when I don't know what to say? Yeah. It's like my new thing. I've been doing it all week. But after we recorded that, you came up with something just off the top of your head. You came up with Carnival of Swine. Yes, a variation of Pig Circus. Exactly. But then it hit me, that's not just a funny variation on Pig Circus. That's a great name for a podcast. It is. It's like, this show, because Breakfast with the Beak, that doesn't make sense. No, it's just like, hey, come to our website, which is called that, and have breakfast. Great if you're starting from a, uh, a position where you know about that website. Crap otherwise. Yeah, and like you tell your friends you like listening to Breakfast with the Beak. They're like, wait, what? What is that? Well, it's the website or it's the guy. I don't know. Or it's the Twitter thing. But it's a breakfast time. You say, my favorite podcast is Carnival of Swine. That's like, holy shit, I don't know what that is, but I bet they're not pulling punches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Carnival of Swine, that's where you go to just not give a fuck. That's where you go to tell it like it is, even though that usually just means, like, you know, when a comedian sucks, but he wants to blame the audience. Well, you know. that. But we're going to blame you, audience, for for not being ready for us. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. They're ready for us. They, they just, are. They are. Yeah. They, they, no, had, they had to. It's not that we're shocking or or, or uh, pushing boundaries. It's that we don't make any damn sense. God knows they had to search really hard to find us. They're ready. Yeah. So. Hi everybody. <laughs> so, Carnival of Swine. Uh, keep an eye out for that whenever we do whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. We want to use that name for something. So uh, it's ours. Yeah. Totally. It's and gonna be amazing sometime. Maybe it'll be a podcast. Maybe it'll be a death metal album, come on, and, uh, <laughs> or a death metal band, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like I'd be really unequipped to, uh, to be in a death metal band. I don't know how to play anything, and I can't growl that well, but, you know, whatever, I mean. I did a search, though, when I was, I was checking to see that no one was using that name for anything, and the word swine pretty much only comes up in two places, okay? Well, technically three if you count Vonnegut references. Okay. Okay, but otherwise, uh, uh, health-related programs uh, uh, relevant to swine flu mm. and metal albums. The metal albums? There's they... a lot of metal bands and metal albums that have swine somewhere in the name of the band or the album or the songs. They do enjoy their swine. Yeah, yeah, so it's good company. See, but we already did our show on bacon, so... Oh, yeah. Well, too bad. We should do today's show, then. Yeah, it's All not right. going to be about bacon. It's not going to be about swine. Might be about carnivals. Probably not. Uh, I don't know until you roll those dice. Well, let's do that, then. Uh, okay. All right, that comes to, like, 15. What the hell? <laughs> All right, what's, I guess, 15, Johnny? 15 is... Legos, Lincoln Logs, and other such iconic kids and adults toys. Submitted by Cassie in Salton, Washington. Thanks, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. All right. Legos and Lincoln Logs and other stuff. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Before we go too far on this, mm-hmm. 
we don't want to be just a pop culture nostalgia show, right? Because there's too many of those. Yeah. So I just want to point out right off the bat, those toys you just mentioned in the topic, Mm -hmm. those are also current toys. They still manufacture and sell those in stores. Yeah, these are toys that still exist. I'm not at home jacking off saying, hey, remember Polly Pocket? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Okay? We're not going to be those fuckholes in their 30s who talk about shit that happened in the 80s, okay? Hey, Polly Pocket could still be real. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I didn't look that one up. Hey, remember he ran there. I, I could have just said that. Yeah, um. that's true. Yeah, but so no, none of that. It's not nostalgia. This is this is history plus current events. Suck it, Seth Green. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we don't just remember He-Man. We were talking Legos. Legos are, if anything, thriving. Uh, yeah, no. There's bigger than ever. You yeah, know? Legos are huge. Yeah. And, and let's talk about Legos. Okay. Because Legos are awesome. That's yes. the, the broad strokes of it. <laughs> okay, now sure. Now let's get into why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Legos have a complex past. So, That's true. I mean, they were the, the rudimentary Legos were introduced in the late 1940s. Okay, kind of yeah. Their, your your, your basic here's some blocks. Your basic sets of blocks that you build stuff with that can snap together. Right. But yes, you snap them together. You get them in the the various permutations. You have one sort of overhanging a little bit, and oh, you can snap another one on underneath. Revolutionary. Right. I mean, the way they work as as both a toy and, I would say, you know, a a system for, like, modeling ideas. Yeah, an actual building material. Right. Is that the way they work is, yeah, they've got the the pegs on the top of the block and they snap together and they hold actually really tight for a toy. And whereas generally when you build things... Uh, you need to use some kind of adhesive or a fastener or a nail. Yeah, up until that point, children's castles of blocks and so forth were subject to the whims of, of the dog or whoever, you know? Well, yeah. You know, the dog comes running in the room, knocks over your blocks. Fuck you, child. Your castle that you worked so hard on is now just a pile of blocky shit. Right, right. Yes, there's a, there's a much stronger cohesion in a Lego castle than a castle made of blocks that aren't attached to each other. You, you you build that Lego castle, you like it, you put it up on the shelf maybe, you give that shelf a good hard shake, that castle is intact. Yeah, it's going to stay put. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's pretty cool right off the bat. Right there, As toys yeah. go. I mean, and the fact that, yes, you can build virtually anything. I mean, yeah. within reason. I mean, you can't make a circle. But <laughs> <laughs> well, not a perfect not sphere. Not a perfect sphere, but you can make something close with enough blocks. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you just you just do like you do with pixels. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that is the beauty of them. And the thing is, as as the Lego user base has grown up, yeah, uh, the the Legos themselves have grown up with them, and. And now, if you go to something like the Maker Fair that we were all crazy for a few months ago... Oh, yeah, Maker Fair is great. You will see a lot of people who have their robots not quite done yet. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, the parts of the robots that, you know, the essential components, the electronics, that's just regular electronics. Right. The bits holding it all together, that's made out of Legos. That's true. You see a lot of that at Maker Fair. You see people using Legos because... Legos, as we've said, they hold together nicely, and they're very easy to take apart and put back together, you know? So if if your housing for your components is too small, right. it's like if that was made out of metal, fuck, 
We have to build a whole new one out of more metal. <laughs> if it's made out of Lego, it's like, oh, well, just, uh, you know, make the middle a little wider. Just take it apart and put three more blocks in the middle. That's an interesting point, actually. I, I, it sort of makes me wonder why there aren't metal Legos. Well, in theory, if you have access to some kind of laser cutting, you can have them made. True. But, I mean... There aren't any sold in mass quantities. I guess it's it's because it's really a, a middle ground thing. Like, it, it, once you get to the point where you're using metal, you need a stronger form of cohesion. Yeah. Like, so you basically have to melt it together. Yeah, because the, the plastic, you know, has a little bit of give to it, you know. Yeah. Like, it, it can hold tight. The metal probably would be a bit more stiff, would be a bit more brittle, potentially. Yeah. You know, it, it, or subject to stretching and then just staying there. Right, because so, you, would, you wouldn't want, like, to a car made out of Legos, because it would shatter on impact. Mm-hmm. And, and not just a head-on collision, like, if you hit anything. Yeah, like you, a you, tree. An errant baseball. Yeah. Could indeed knock a big chunk out of your uh, door. A fire hydrant. Yes. You know, just, oh, there goes the... The car. <laughs> yeah, there goes half the hood. And, and then, you know, the whole thing tilts forward, and then as that impacts, it breaks off more and more, and it, it would be beautiful to see... Yeah. But not not so great to drive after that. Yeah, no, not under field conditions. No. No. No, but but yeah, metal Legos probably do have some problem beyond just the, the cost and the limited appeal to the consumer. Yeah, that makes Although sense. those are issues as well, I'm now, sure. Now that we talk about it, I know exactly yeah. why those don't exist. No, I mean, I would love a set of golden Legos, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's added complexity. You talking an alloy or straight up gold? Oh, alloy. I mean, I, okay. want, I don't want to... A Lego that I can just take a bite out of. I mean, yeah, exactly. Gold, pure gold is mushy. Yeah, no, I don't want that gold. Yeah. But, you know, I just want a Lego that shines like gold. That you know? would be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but the point is, that, yeah, adults, uh, especially in the sort of DIY and maker and straight up engineering and development communities, right. have found uh, a wonderful use for Legos by using them for, for prototyping. By using them just for all the components that aren't the essential components. Yeah. It's like, hey, we need something to put this in. Fuck it. Build it out of Legos. Right. And if you're ever going to get to the point where you're going to mass produce something, you know, then you can make a mold that approximates the part. But, yeah, prototyping, you know, it's just this is basically what it needs to look like. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, once it gets to the, the realm of mass production, obviously, there are, you know, trademarks and copyrights involved with Legos. Well, yeah. I mean, Plus, it's got to cut down on production costs, too. I mean, uh, yeah. you got some fucking Legos lying around. Yeah, exactly. You go to the store, you buy a, a bucket, you know, just mm-hmm. the, the generic Lego bucket, and be like, okay, we'll use this. This is easier than casting a bunch of metal or plastic or something every time we need to make another one. Right. Yeah. Now, we've been calling them Legos. Yeah. Which is what the culture does. Yeah. Right? But there's a... I, I, and I, I was actually expecting you to bring this up, but... There's there's a contingent because the corporation that uh, makes Lego and it's a it's a discrete company yeah. like they're not owned by anybody else but it's it's the company is called Lego and the name of the official name of the product is Lego Bricks yeah and every once in a while you'll get like a, a Lego purist that'll get really pissed off. If you call them Legos. Have you encountered these people? They're the people who make, like, the Lego sculptures, and they, when they need a shorthand, they just call them bricks. Yeah, yeah. But they, they talk about, 
they talk about saying Legos like regular people talk about racist epithets. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't be racist against a, a product. Yeah. You know, if anything, that's our word, and, and you can't say it, okay? Because we are distinguishing Legos from Mega Blocks. <laughs> yeah, Mega Blocks are the are kind of new. They're basically they're, the same thing as Legos. Well, they are, but they're the newest knockoff. Yeah. Because, like, when I was a kid, Tyco made a brand of Lego knockoffs. Yes, they did. And they just called them Tycos. And they looked exactly like Legos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they make those anymore. But now Mega Blocks has moved into the turf. Well, and they're fighting over the licensing rights to everything. Yeah, and this is the now. This is the bigger issue with the licensing. Yeah. Okay. I, I let's talk about this. Okay. <laughs> From about the '40s until I would say the 1980s. Yeah. Legos were just. I mean, first you had just your buckets of Legos, right? Yes. Inspire creativity. Here's some stuff. Build a thing out of it. Build what? Use your imagination. Yeah. Etc. Then they started making generic sets of things. Yeah. They had, like, gas stations and race cars. Yeah. And then they had sets for, like, castles. I had uh, whatever the cheapest of the castle set was as a kid. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got a big one when I was, like, four. Yeah. Like, and it was crazy awesome at the time. But it was really complicated. It was, like, thousands of pieces, right? Oh, I just had the little one. It was, like... A section of wall, but then the cool thing was you. it came with, like, some wheels, so you could make, like, a rolling siege tower with a battering ram. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like, they, they, uh, there's a couple, there's a couple steps to this problem. Because in the 90s, they started making, the, uh, you know, the themed sets to build one thing. Yeah. But they made bigger and bigger individual pieces. So, like, there was a pirate ship. Yeah. And instead of using a few hundred things to make the base of the pirate ship. The actual ship part. Yeah. They gave you, like, these three huge honking hunks of plastic that fit together. Yeah. So, like, 90% of the work is gone, right? Yeah, the rest and, of it's just trying to get all the little blocks that make up the rigging and shit. Yeah, and they started making the castles with these, like, huge plastic bases that are one piece. And, you know, so you were just kind of building on the top of that. Yeah. You know. I mean, like, if it's the if the plastic base is, like, a, a green plastic hill or something... Right. That's almost okay, because who wants to build the hill? Me. I want everything in tiny pieces. It's a hill. It's. A I don't care. You don't give have me, a, you don't have enough green ones in the bucket. Give me five hundred green pieces. I'll make that fucking hill. If you want five hundred green pieces, you have to special order that from the Lego company. Anyway, that green hill is probably hollow and holds the rest of the pieces. That's convenient. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't like the the the, the lack of complexity in the oh, later you, sets they you started never, introducing. You never flipped the bucket upside down and built a house on top of that. You were like, no, get out of here, bucket. I want to build my own bucket. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I made a I made a bucket out of Legos. That's once. ridiculous. Yeah, it was hard to get the handle. <laughs> they come but. in a bucket. <laughs> I know, but then you build another bucket. Then <laughs> you've got two buckets. I see. I, I laugh at you now, but what if I need two buckets later? Or three, exactly. You know? Yeah. You know what, kids? Use your imagination. That was the point of the Legos. <laughs> That's the opposite <laughs> of using your imagination. That's literally building the first thing you see. <laughs> yeah, but nobody told me to, right? You buy the set that's the spaceship, and it's like, make this spaceship. And then you're just following orders. If you buy the spaceship kit and you make the spaceship into a bucket, that's imagination. That is building outside the lines, man. 
<laughs> okay, but then they went further, right? They started licensing like cultural products, yeah, like Star Wars Legos and Harry Potter Legos. And all that shit. And then you're not just building a preset thing. You're building a preset thing that someone else put in a damn movie. Yeah, but the thing with those is, like, the ones you get in the toy store, like uh-huh. the Harry Potter or the Star Wars, Right. you buy the Millennium Falcon, and, like, the Millennium Falcon is basically, like, three more pieces than just buying the big plastic Millennium Falcon regular toy. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, the satellite dish snaps off, and the little space chessboard snaps off. And you can open it, you know? Right. The thing is, like, if you go to, like, uh, some kind of all-Lego establishment or one of those, like, really fancy... When I say fancy toy stores, I don't mean, like, one of those toy Wonderland kid shit stores. Oh, I mean one of those toy stores where it's like, oh, don't worry, we've got 5,000-piece borderless puzzles, you know? Like the toy store that's obviously there for the adults. Oh, yeah, I like those. You go to one of those, okay, Uh and you buy the, the Millennium Falcon... It's in 8,000 tiny pieces. You have to put in every piece. You can follow directions, or you can just have 8,000 pieces to do whatever with. It's mostly standard blocks. See, now that is cool to me, okay? Like, if I'm going to follow instructions, at least make it hard. Mm -hmm. You know, give me a fucking ton of them, right? Yeah. And you can make anything. You know, I mean, with like, that many bits. I mean, like, anything that's supposed to look like something is going to have a few special blocks in it. Like, you well, know, yeah. like a little fence right here, a door there, or whatever. But right. Ultimately, yeah, like the 8,000 piece, it costs like, I don't know, like $900. Not $900, but it's expensive <laughs> as shit. <laughs> but then, like, like so... The when, really expensive, fancy F Millennium Falcon, that's mostly just... Thousands of tiny standard blocks. It's right. kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't looked at it. It's probably like 150 bucks or something like that. Well, I don't know, probably but. because uh, the Lego Robotics Kit yeah. is a little bit more than that, and that thing is just well, ridiculous. Now that requires different things because it has a computer interface. It does. It actually comes with this little thing that looks like uh, like a like a chunky iPod kind of. Right. And, uh, and yeah, you plug that into your computer, and it's got, like, a simple coding interface that you can even use, like, just drag and drop for basic commands. Yeah. Well, I, when they originally introduced the system, I think it was yeah. in the 90s. Uh, I believe um, so, yeah. Yeah, it had an interface that kind of looked like DOS. In fact, it might have been DOS, or yeah, a version of. Yeah, it's, it's come away since then. Right. But yeah, you plug it in, you put in like simple programs, or you can write more complex programs if you know your shit. Right. And then you hook it up to, you know, motors and stuff, and it will indeed issue commands to those motors, and issue commands to like various sensors that can like sense light and sense color and stuff. Yeah, it's, no, it's a great, I mean, they've got, like, some basic standalone parts, like the motor is already pre-assembled, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, but it's a nice gateway between playing with toys and eventually, like, actually building electronic machines, because you don't have to solder yet. Yeah. So, like, and that's a step for, like, you know, kids growing up. Oh, my God, Is, like, getting in with the soldering and using, like, building circuit boards and shit. Yeah. Like, that should come after you've experimented with the middle ground. Yeah, I mean, like, the the first time I ever built a robot, uh-huh. it was because I got bored one day, and I, I said to myself, hey, I wonder how much that Lego robotics kit costs. Turns out it costs too much, and I'm like, all right, that looks awesome, but way out of my price range. wonder how cheap I can build a robot for. Uh-huh. Turned out about eight bucks. So Nice, yeah. yeah. 
Again, that's what those drawers at Radio Shack are for. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, it, Most of the shit in those drawers are super cheap because yeah. no one knows about them. And because it's, you know, tiny little components. They don't actually cost that much to make. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's why I built a robot because it's like, hey, Lego robot, well, what else can I make? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Lincoln Logs for a minute. All right. Okay. <laughs> a simpler building toy? No, I looked it up. Lincoln Logs were actually invented in around 1916 by the son of Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, wow. I shit you not. That is insanity. Yeah, yeah. So a kid that grew up with, like, you know, a genius architect. Yeah. For a dad. Okay. And he's like, well, I, I, I'm never going to be my dad, but I, I'm, I'm into this kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I can make a toy out of this, right? So Lincoln Logs are basically just... Little and this is the cool part. They're still all wood. Really? They didn't. They didn't like make. They didn't make shitty plastic ones. Well, they tried. Okay. Oh. I hadn't thought about these things in a long ass time. Yeah. When I was a kid, they were wood. But I'm old as fuck. Right. Right. When I was a kid, I also played with wooden Lincoln logs. Yeah. Turns out they were wood for a long ass time, and they made plastic ones in the 1970s. Motherfuckers hated them, right? And so they they flipped back by the end of the 70s and said, All right, all right, all right, we'll make them out of wood again. So this happened before we were born. Yeah. Wow. If you go on Amazon.com today and, like, look it up, they're still selling buckets of light Lincoln Logs all wood. Wow. Like it says on the package. It's still all wood. See, I would have assumed this is something that would have happened in, like, the late 90s, like, you know, and they would have tried to make them, you know, more marketable, call them, like, Logs Extreme, like, L-O-G-Z. You know? Oh, yeah, no, when I looked it up, I was fully expecting the damn things to be plastic. Yeah, or just otherwise ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're all wood. And the, if, yeah. you, if y'all don't know what they are, I mean, it's pretty simple. They, like, they've got notches cut in the, in the little wooden logs. Yeah, they're little miniature... They look like little logs. If you if you ever go to a colonial cabin somewhere, yeah. they're built like old cabins where yeah. you would take whole ass tree trunks and cut notches in them and like interlock them. Yeah, I mean that hence the name, you know, after the log cabin in which Abraham Lincoln was born. Another thing I found uh <laughs> when these were introduced there were, in addition to just selling, like, the boxes or the buckets full of them so you can make whatever log-based structure you wanted, yeah. there's less customizability than a Lego, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But there were two set or not, they weren't sets, there were little printed-out instructions that came with the buckets mm-hmm. of two uh, sort of starter options you can make. One was Abraham Lincoln's boyhood cabin. Okay. The other one was Uncle Tom's cabin. Yowza! Like, they sold instructions on how to build a replica of Uncle Tom's fucking cabin. I mean, it was a popular book for a very long time, but <laughs> I did, 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 did somewhat fallen out of favor outside of uh, historical curiosity. Yeah, it was... I don't know how well that was received back in the day. That would be really touchy now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was the early 20th century, and Al Jolson was big, and it is a bad time. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But... (laughs) I mean, like... today they just sell, like, uh, you know, Frontier Set. Yeah. That kind of thing. They could probably say, you know, oh, hey, build a crappy faux rustic ski lodge. Or, uh... Yeah. Basically anything you can make out of logs, or anything that you can adapt logs to. You know what would be cool, but it would be 
I, I can already see there'd be some issues with it. But you you ever hear about that hotel? I can't remember if it's in like Sweden or the Netherlands or what. That's made entirely out of ice. Oh yes. yes. If they made like that, like like out of logs? No, out of ice. Oh, like if you like say it's like uh, uh, I don't know. You'd have to get molds, I guess. Like ice cube trays. Yeah. Okay. Except you, shaped like hotels. No, shaped like like blocks. Okay. Right. You get ice cube trays. In the shapes of like little interlocking blocks, like Lego, and then you you know I'm pretty sure those exist. Like you do, that would be awesome. Yeah, right. You get a fucking ton of them. You freeze them up, and then you I guess like at winter time, like you turn off the heat and open all the windows so it stays cold in your house, so you can play with them. <laughs> and then you just like build the thing out of the ice blocks, and then you can turn up the heat. You can like start turning up the heat on. But you melt it just a little, so it melts together, right? And then you got, and then you stick the damn thing in the freezer, and then you've got a perfectly solid ice hotel toy. Is that not kind of awesome? And then you can take your Barbies to it, yeah. and they can learn about how far humans will go when they're hungry. <laughs> it just got dark. I know. <laughs> because, you know, that's the thing. Like, she says, you know, other kind of classic toys in the, sure, in, in yeah. the topic. And obviously the, the theme is, you know, building toys. Mm-hmm. You know, and outside of your Legos and Lincoln Locks, you've got, like... Your Tinker Toys, and then your your sort of '90s successor to the Tinker Toys in your Connects, you know. Erector sets. The Erector set is what I'm building to. Okay. Because your Connects and your Tinker Toys, those really, no matter how good you build something, it's still just scaffolding. Right. You know, sometimes it's kind of circular scaffolding, but it's scaffolding. You know. Uh huh. Your Erector set, yeah, okay, it's still scaffolding. But that thing was always just so out of my league, okay? Because <laughs> like, the thing is, your parents, like, like that thing kind of fell out of favor in the 80s when America had finally had enough and just said, you've got erect in your name, and we are sick of staying quiet about this, okay? <laughs> I had so the thing is, those very quickly uh, priced out of the middle class price range for toys. Oh, that too. You know, like, oh, you could build ones that were, like, you know, working, um, you know, helicopters and shit. Yeah, no, I got mine at a garage sale. And no, that I, makes sense. I don't know how many of the pieces it had in it. Mm-hmm. I know I could never build shit with it. <laughs> I mean, because I was four, you know? Uh, well, well yeah. I don't know how to... I mean, it came but with, it, like, real tools. It did. It came with, like, little wrenches and shit, so you yeah. could actually, like, put bolts... Like, that was how I learned about, like, nuts and bolts and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I... I was not allowed to have the tools, so it's like, here, we're going to take these tools, we're going to leave you with these hunks of sharp metal. Oh, well, that, yeah, you need the tools to make it do stuff. And it's like, I just put it the fuck back in the box and was like, well... You just got a pile of parts there. Yeah. I mean, and I I would not have been able to build the robot, God forbid, you know, the the actual rolling around working one. I mean, I don't think we had those parts anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Off the top of my head. I mean, and, and and you could buy more parts for it and fancier motors and shit, you know. Oh yeah, little cars and stuff. Those things got complicated. The here's, you know what though they they make now these aren't children's toys, right? But you can buy kits that are basically robotic drones. Yes, you can. Yeah, like the kind the military uses, but without missiles. Yeah, not right? for kids. Yeah, no, not for kids. But I mean, there there's. They're like a cross between robots and, like, radio-controlled little airplanes and cars and shit. Yeah. Right? But you can make, 
a drone kit that you can put a camera on and just fly around and spy on people. Like, that's a thing that's available to the public. You absolutely like, can. You don't even have to figure out how to make it on your own. You can buy the goddamn kit. Yeah, th- that's the thing. There are so many things that are either illegal or in a very gray area legally. Right. But that it is 100% legal to buy and sell kits to make. Yeah. So, like, you know, hey, I want a railgun. Good news. <laughs> I want a flamethrower. More good news. <laughs> I want a moonshine still. Nice. Even more good news. I want a, a terrarium in which I grow my very own hallucinogenic mushrooms. <laughs> those spores to grow those mushrooms. 100% legal. Really? You can just buy psilocybin spores? You can indeed buy the spores and a little terrarium to grow them in. As long as you never plant them, you haven't broken the law. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, the drugs are a little different story. But, I mean, in terms of, like, the kits and the robots and stuff, yeah, I feel like this is a, a, a real marker to just the state of the early 21st century, yeah. where we've got so many new things coming about that there's never needed to be laws for before. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just, you know, all the, the new technology. You see this shit a lot on the internet, too, yeah. right? There's so many things that are in the gray area right now, because this is the first time it's come up. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I was just reading this article about how, you know, it really doesn't matter what laws we pass about anything, because... You can make all the parts for a garage gun and a 3D printer. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, the the good news is, in the, the current state of 3D printing, mm-hmm. attempting to fire it will cause it to explode and probably blow your hands off. For now. For now. Yeah. That's, that's not going to continue. I yeah. mean, like, as 3D printing technology continues to advance at the rapid pace it currently is, a lot of these issues are going to yeah. go by the wayside, and then you're going to have new issues. At that point, it's just going to be a matter of most people being too dumb to do it. I mean, that gets us out of a lot of jams, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, it's still harder than downloading a song. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like in theory at some point in the future you could you could indeed print out fully assembled, you know, firearms or whatever, but that that's still a ways off and even then it's going to be the issue of people are going to have to remember it's an option. And if there's one thing I've learned, it's that almost everyone underestimates how big the internet is. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. People who, in the world, okay, who who say to their friends, like, as a witty retort, uh-huh. when do you have time to learn this stuff, or where do you pick this stuff up? Right. That's not an acceptable joke anymore. <laughs> because it takes two seconds to Google anything. This is true. Yeah. Also, there are sites where people take stuff they found, and they just post it for the whole world. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, how, how could you, my friend, possibly know these weird facts about hippos? It's like, oh, I went on Reddit once. Yeah. You can learn about anything that there is to learn about. I went there once in my entire life. It happened to be on the day that everyone was freaking out about hippos. Oh, well, you know. It, you know. That, that didn't literally happen, but I'm saying yeah. that that could very easily happen. But <laughs> even if you didn't do that, if you wanted to learn about hippos, you can find out a shit ton about hippos oh, without ever even going to see a hippo. Yeah, no, I did that once. Hippos are dicks. 
Well, they're incredibly monstrous. Yeah, I know. Mean, they're, they're, yeah. They're, they're straight up monsters. <laughs> they can kill, like, lions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I can't do that. Hippo can. They're hardcore, man. They're yeah. big fucking battle tank living things. Yeah, you know, they're terrifying. Right? Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Well, that is true. I like monsters. Uh, it's good that we have some. Yeah. yeah, I like when there are real monsters. Like, there's a new thing. It's coming out on the on the Discovery Channel soon. I don't know when, because I don't work for them. But <laughs> that's but a shame. Yeah, I, I wish I did. <laughs> Me too. But there's a new giant squid program coming, right? Yeah. And like they got in out in Japan, they got some new footage of like giant squid, like some of the best footage they've ever gotten. So they built a new special around it, obviously. Yeah. And there's like they always talk about how like we we've explored like five percent of the ocean, and that's an oversimplification. Like we've got it basically mapped; it's on our planet. Yeah. But like going down to the deeps and looking up all the little bits. Yeah. Like there's tons of shit down there we don't know about. So like giant squids are basically monsters. You know, they say like, well, that's probably what the kraken myth is based on, or whatever. Yeah. But like. The idea that there could be even cooler, more insane shit down there is wonderful to me. I love the idea of there just being monsters. No, pretty much any time they get down way at the bottom of the ocean, yeah. they find something horrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah. These these just Lovecraftian, you know, non-Euclidean beasts yeah, it's like, of nightmare. Exactly. It's, it's fish that primitive man could not possibly have known about. Right. primitive man could not have gotten down to that level of the ocean, and those fish could not have gotten up to us. Yeah. And and yet, they are fish that almost inevitably look exactly like all of the things that humans are trained to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... by a million years of evolution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of fantastic. It's like, oh, hey, look, giant teeth and no eyes. Yeah, or really bulging eyes. Yeah, it's it's everything that is just off-putting to humans is just ready for us right down there at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like a big fucking sign that says, keep out. <laughs> and, and, okay, wait, let me, let me wrap it back around. The great way to find these sorts of monsters, okay, you don't need to send James Cameron down there. You just need to build better, and and this is a point, quieter robots down there, okay? Yeah. And how you learn to build new generations of robots that can go down and see the sea monsters is, is, is you start by teaching your kids how to be creative and build things with Legos and shit. See, that's the last point I want to kind of get to. Okay, good. Is that uh, Legos and other sort of... Because that felt like a stretch. Well, no, but Legos (laughs) and other sort of building toys are pretty much the only thing marketed as toys Mm -hmm. that's really still viable. I mean, there have been panicked reports about the death of toys, you know, like... Do kids really want some fucking action figure to move around or some doll to snuggle with when they have an iPad with a a horse they can pet on it? I mean, I guess it depends on what you want to do with the toy. Yeah. Like, okay, like if you have like a He-Man and a Barbie and you want to make them fight. Yeah. And you've got like the little dolls and you shake them at each other. Yeah. You know, if you like the tactile thing, there's the tactile thing. But... Like, you can go on, like, uh, you know, a video game yeah. and have your avatar there. Yes. And you can move him around in a lot more detail and have him kill yeah. a whole variety of things. You can make him look like He-Man. Yeah. Or Barbie. Yeah. In fact, those are the two kind of default video game characters. Well, and Monster Person. And Monster Man, yeah. Yeah. Well, fine. You know, He-Man fought Beast Man, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, so 
I think stuffed animals will always be around. Well, yeah. people like, you know, warm, fluffy things that they can cuddle and not everyone has a cat. Well, that's true. Or a hamster or whatever. Hedgehog, whatever, yeah. Yeah. But, but building toys and, you know, things like Legos and like Lincoln Logs and like whatever other building toys are going to be coming out in the future. Right. Those, I think, will endure just because they offer something that, you know, your, your standard toy toys don't. I mean, who the fuck wants a tin soldier? That's true. Also, yeah, building toys are also one of the few toys you can say are, are legitimately, like, educational. Like, you can inadvertently learn a skill. Yeah. You know, as a child playing with building toys that comes in handy later. Yeah, I mean, and yes, there are, of course, games that that people uh, find reminiscent of using Legos or using other blocks. Uh, uh, Minecraft, Minecraft, of course, being the big one right now. And... Uh, but even then, it's like, I play Minecraft, and when I'm, when I'm playing it, I don't think this is a substitute for Legos. Well, yeah, because Minecraft is, is really just a digital simulation, whereas in real life, stuff is still built out of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, if I could get, well, actually, I believe, I believe Lego actually makes a Minecraft set now. That's weird. <laughs> That's sort of, uh, now everyone's shoving up everything up its own ass. I know. <laughs> it's a little too meta for Lego, frankly. But whatever. <laughs> There's little cubes that look like grass and cobblestone. <laughs> That's how Legos were to begin with. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. God damn it. Lego doesn't need Minecraft set because Lego is what Minecraft is based on. God damn it. <laughs> Until next week, everyone, we'll see you in the black hole. Jesus Christ. <laughs> This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.